It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. May I have your attention, please? Welcome back to Irish Illustrated International. I'm your host, JP McGrath, joined as ever by Len Clark. Slightly delayed podcast this week. I've just moved back down to Brighton to start my second year of university, and there's no Wi-Fi in the house. Uh, hopefully those listeners who have attended UK universities understand the pain our landlords put us through. Uh, but a lot to talk about this episode. We'll recap the Irish's home opener victory against the Toledo Rockets. We'll preview this week's game against Purdue and give our thoughts on what we want to see from Notre Dame this weekend. Len, we'll begin with that victory against Toledo. Vegas and Notre Dame are 17 and a half point favourites and it proved to be a lot closer than that. The Irish narrowly escaping a huge upset with a 32-29 victory. A lot to cover here, both offensively and defensively. Now that we've had a few days to analyse this one, Len, what were your thoughts? Well, first of all, podcasting. We need to podcast with more intensity, just much like the, the Notre Dame football team that Notre, <laughs> Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly said the team needs to come out and play with intensity. I don't know if that was the case against Toledo. Toledo was a very good ball club. As you mentioned, Notre Dame pulls out the win in the last minute. It just shows you the, the leadership of Jack Cohn, Notre Dame able to score quickly. Credit uh, Toledo giving a couple of penalties to help move down the field. And the, the funny thing on that last drive, though, was Jack Cohn dislocated a finger, came out, had it pop back into place, and then found Michael Mayer for his second touchdown of the day. And the Irish survive. And, JP, we've talked about it. Winning is hard. But right now, 2-0 and going into the Purdue game. Definitely. And you just spoke about that Jack Cohn, uh, that Jack Cohn last, last throw to uh... – I mean, dislocating his finger and then popping it back in and then throwing the, the go-ahead the go touchdown. I mean, that doesn't speak to his leadership mentality. But we also saw a lot of Tyler Buckner this weekend, the uh, incoming freshman quarterback, Len, the old adage, you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. But I don't think Notre Dame win this game without both Jack Cohn and Tyler Buckner. Of course, Buckner introduced at the start of the second. I thought that spoke to Tommy Reese's maturity as a play caller. But that was a shot in the arm the Notre Dame offense needed. And Tyler Butler didn't open up the run. He established the run. Uh, of course, Tyron Williams with a 33-yard touchdown on that drive for the rest of that half. Chris and Karen didn't have a rush longer than three yards. And not only in the, in, in, the, in the rushing attack, but 
Also throwing the ball to Alabuckner, three for three, 78 passing yards, that touchdown to Chris Tyree. It also opens up passing concepts that you just can't have with Jack Cohn. Uh, that was a beautiful naked boot design for the Tyree touchdown. Simply with him on the field, you have to account for that rushing attack. It means the defence has got to have a linebacker spying in. It means the head defender can't crash those QB reads. Not to say that Jack Cohn didn't have a good game, but he played very solid. 21 of 33, 239 yards, two touchdowns, and of course that that pick six. But I think Cohn was, was hampered by another disappointing performance by the offensive line. And when you have that weapon in Tyler Buckner and a lacking offensive line, you've got to use it. Yeah, real concerns on the offensive line with injuries. We don't know if Michael Carpenter will be back for today's or Saturday's game against Purdue. That is a game-time decision. But you mentioned it. Notre Dame is having trouble running the ball. But really the key in the ball game was the emergence of Tyler Buckner. And here is why. Tyler Buckner has not played in over, I think, three years now. They, there was no tape on him. He's the, still the third-string quarterback behind Drew Pine, but there was nothing on tape that Toledo could prepare for Tyler Buckner as a quarterback. He came in. They didn't know what to expect. Tyler Buckner really exploited that, worked out in Notre Dame's favor. That was the spark that they needed. They got him back in the ballgame, but Notre Dame was back on their heels for most of the game. Unfortunately, it's a win, but now you see the emergence of Tyler Buckner, maybe a package inside the red zone, for the run, that's something that Ian Book was very capable of doing last year. Jack Cohn does not have that mobility. So it'll be interesting to see if Notre Dame does go with the two-quarterback system. I think they will. And uh, I think we understood that, that Buckner would be would have, some, would, have, would have some game time in this game. We would have hoped it would have been with a 21-point lead in, in the fourth quarter. But we just speak about that offensive line, you know, four sacks given up against Florida State, six sacks this week. That's just even in pass protection, the running game. I mean, what a massive drop of Chris Tyree getting 12 yards of seven carries. Simply not acceptable. Uh, 125th nationally in sacks allowed per game with five. That's the most of any power, power five school. Compare that to last year, 120th in yards per carry with 2.66. You're just going to need Tyler Buckner. It's a weapon. Uh, I think this weekend when we talk about Purdue, it's going to be the toughest game. Uh, Note the name of face so far this year. It's supposed to be a warm-up game into that Wisconsin game. And the stretch, Notre Dame need to get going this week against a very tricky Purdue team. Well, Purdue is going to bring it defensively. One of the best pass rushers in the country with George Karloftis. But wrapping up the Toledo game, it was a good game from a win standpoint. It was a game where Notre Dame says that we can score when we need to. It was also a game where you learned still some of the weaknesses and what you need to do. So if they can expand on that week by week, Notre Dame will be continuing to grow and uh, hopefully, you know, run the table. But right now, uh, you know, that short week also really affected the fighting Irish coming back from, uh, you know, Florida State, short week to prepare, but that's not an excuse. Uh, we'll see what they're made of this week. I think this is really the bellwether game to find out how this team is doing. The offensive line, really the big question with the injuries, they need to have some continuity established, uh, but it is a game. In-state game, big game from a recruiting standpoint in the Midwest. And, you know, it's a game that Notre Dame can uh, kind of silence some of the critics that this is a team that's on the decline as well, as opposed to the ascent. Yeah, well, let's look at that Purdue game. For, for newer fans of Irish football, Notre Dame has played Purdue more than any other opponent other than Navy and USC. And this is the first meeting between the two Indiana universities since the 2014 Shamrock Series game in Indianapolis, the Irish winning 30-14 there. This rivalry dates back to 1896. 
And Notre Dame had played the Boilermakers every season from 1946 to 2014. Of course, the scheduling alliance with the ACC causing that break in play, but a rivalry with some iconic moments. Brian Kelly's first victory as a Notre Dame head coach coming against Purdue. Joe Montana making his debut back in 1977, coming in with the Irish losing 21-14 in the third quarter, putting on one of those famous comeback drives and rallying with a, a 17 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to win 31-24 on the way to that 1977 national championship. Purdue's had some great quarterback coming through the halls there. Drew Brees, Jim Everett and Bob Greasy, to name a few. Now with head coach Jeff Brom at the helm, it's going to be another sneaky game, sneaky tough game for the Irish this weekend, lad. Yeah, one of the great rivalries in all of college football. Purdue known as the cradle of quarterbacks with the names that you just mentioned. Even go back further to Lenny Dawson, who played on the Super Bowl winning Chiefs back in 1970. But a uh, little controversy coming into the game, JP, as the Notre Dame band, or I should say the Purdue band, which features the largest drum in college football, not allowed to bring it, although it is in South Bend. It came up with the equipment, but there is a new rule saying that only the Notre Dame football team and band can go through the main tunnel. A couple of years ago in the renovations of Notre Dame Stadium, they created a tunnel very, very thin for opposing teams and bands to come through. The big band, a drum can't fit through there. And so some fans are saying this might just ignite Purdue and give them the little uh, momentum that they need to win this ball game. But Purdue is capable of doing that without the drum or not. They're 2-0, and wins over Oregon State and UConn, shutting out UConn last week, 4-9 to nothing. This is a team, UConn beat Notre Dame a few years ago. But uh, great quarterback and Jack Plummer, uh, he's very comfortable dropping back into the pocket. He can roll out. Look for Purdue to throw the ball over 30 times against the Fighting Irish, trying to exploit the corners that has had some issues in the first two ball games, but a very accurate quarterback, players that can make the big play, that's on offense. And then defensively with George Karloftis, he's going to put the pressure on Jack Cohn all afternoon, as well as the Notre Dame quarterbacks. And so this is a game that I see going right down to the final whistle once again. I hope Notre Dame pulls it out. I've got them predicted at 30 to 24, but look for special teams to play a key in this game as it has throughout this series with Purdue. Yeah, the mind game is already starting with Brian Kelly and that and that big old drum. But as you said, they're going to be boy coming off of that uh, UConn victory. Get this, Len. Their first shutout in 10 years, their first shutout of an FBS team since 2004, and their first shutout in away stadium since 1981. So talk about momentum in football. They've got it coming into this week. We look at their team. We'll start with David Bell's stud wide receiver. Uh, everyone kind of talked about Rondell more last year, but Bell was exceptional. A uh, thousand yards, seven touchdown season as a freshman, one Big Ten freshman of the year. Followed that up with 625 yards and eight touchdowns in the, in the COVID-shortened season last year and started off really strong with 255 yards and, and three touchdowns this year, all of them coming against, uh, 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 let's just say, a, a porous UConn, uh, a UConn uh, team this year. Smooth route runner, big matchup for the ND corners this week. So physical at the catch point. Uh, per pro football focus, the most contested catches of any wide receiver in 2019. It's going to be a big big game for those Notre Dame corners this weekend, then. Yeah, they're going to have to step up their game as well as the Notre Dame defense. Uh, Notre Dame has been giving up some big plays, and so this is something that needs to be corrected. Brian Kelly talked about going back to fundamental football. Just play each play, execute, get it done, and then, you know, hope that the ball ends up in your hands somewhere that you can score touchdowns. But I really think this is going to be the most physical challenge that Notre Dame will face. And this is something that has concerned me is that Notre Dame, the past couple of games, has really looked like they've been worn down. 
I don't know if it's because of the injuries. It's not because of the conditioning, but this is a team that has not looked like they have in past years playing strong in the fourth quarter. And that's something that I'll be looking at very closely on Saturday against Purdue. Uh, I don't know. Well, for example, J.D. Bertrand played every snap on defense, and he's very capable of doing that, but he's going to need a blow every once in a while. That's why you got to get some of these other players ready to play into, you know, ready for game day and get a chance to play. But it, it's just going to be another game that Notre Dame is going to have to improve upon. And uh, we'll see where the improvements lie. If they don't, if they can't improve on the running game, on the offensive line, then it's going to make for a very challenging October coming up very soon. I agree. You know, we saw the, we saw the, uh, the toughness of that Florida State game, which really led to that sort of collapse in the fourth quarter. But this is the season where I believe the Irish have played six opponents uh, on short weeks where other teams have two weeks to play for them. They had that in 2019. They won all of those games. I think the next team this year with, with that turnaround is Alabama with three. Uh, but yeah, physical game. We spoke about George Karlaftis. This is a guy who had 17 tackles for loss and seven sacks as a freshman. Uh, guaranteed first round of this year. Powerful dude. You know, we've, we've seen the offensive line struggles, especially that tackle spot. Blake Fisher going down, out for eight weeks. Michael Carmody going down. We'll see who starts that tackle today. Brian Kelly said there's going to be some, some rotation. Andrew Kostofik, we think, will get some looks, which is kind of crazy to think. You know, three weeks in, you're, you're, you're still 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 um, mixing up that offensive line and um and yeah uh him the Kalaftis and Graham eight pressures in in that in that win against against Oregon State it's going to change the way Tommy Reese lines up this game probably more three tight end sets you're going to have to double team Kalaftis on plays that means Braden Lindsay and Kevin Austin are going to have to have big games separate make Jack Code and or Tyler Buckner's life easier about that and the other key is no mistakes. You can't defeat yourself. We know Purdue is going to come in. This is a chance, as I said, really to establish their program. It's been up and down over the past couple of years, but a win at Notre Dame Stadium really puts them back on the map in terms of college football. So Notre Dame cannot do anything to hurt themselves, so minimize the turnovers. And really, it's going to be that first possession of Notre Dame offensively that will set the tone. Notre Dame needs to score early. They have. They scored on the first possession against Florida State and against Toledo, and that's something that really paid dividends toward the end of the ballgame. They need to do that uh, and then make adjustments as they need to. And so it's really going to shape up for a, a very interesting ball game. The 12th-ranked Fighting Irish taking on Purdue, unranked right now on Saturday afternoon at Notre Dame Stadium. Partly sunny skies, temperatures in the 80s, so you can't ask for more than that. Definitely. And uh, coming into this game, listen, we, we, we know – now we, we can't expect that elite running game that has happened and that's that has been there for the last uh last last few seasons but we can't be seeing chris Sarri get get 12 yards of seven carries and on the flip side of course you've got to minimize those big plays the crazy stat coming out of that game clark lee's defense in 38 games has now given up less 60 yard plays than marcus freeman's defense has in two games and we understood it would be a transition defensively with of course a new coordinator coming in a more aggressive uh scheme more man coverage but this isn't like an offensive line that lost four of its five starters and had a true freshman starting and a transfer. There's a lot of talent on that defense, and it has uh, it has has improved this year. Of course, I think the the uh, the, the pass rushing abilities. There's some. It's been really impressive, but you can't be giving up those big plays in back to back games. This is the best team Notre Dame are going to face this year, coming into the toughest run of the schedule this year. Possibly playing five ranked teams. The offensive line's going to step up. Of course, you've got Lafters there. 
And what I want to see is finishing the game strong. I don't want to have these nail biters. You know, I want to I want to see a I want to see a big performance this week, a comfortable performance from the Notre Dame offense. And I, I definitely want to see some more Tyler Buckner. I think it just adds a dimension that the Notre Dame offense doesn't have. And and, and with the defensive frailties, the offense really needs to step up this weekend again. Good points. And I think you talk about Tyler Buckner. Ryan Kelly might have to go with a person who's going to ignite that spark outside of just situational for running plays. Jack Cohn has done a nice job, but if he can't ignite that uh, offense, then you're going to have to find something. I think that's kind of a desperation move right now, but you need to win ball games and you need to do whatever you can. Uh, the other thing I think Notre Dame needs to do is to be accountable, no excuses. You know, Clark Lee was last year. This is Marcus Freeman's defense. Uh, just get better. And so we'll see Saturday afternoon. So your big key in the game on Saturday. Big key in the game on Saturday, defensively, stopping David Bell at the line of scrimmage. This guy, as phenomenal as he is, the weakness may be his separation. Chip him at the line, get physical with him at the line. He, of course, they have Payne Durham at tight end, but he's going to be their big key. Like you said, they're going to be throwing it probably over 30 times. Lock him down. And offensively, Tyler Buckner in the game. It worked well last week. I think defense is accounting for that speed is going to open up the passing game, open up Chris Tyree in the backfield, open up Kyron Williams. And that is how Notre Dame are going to win this, this weekend. Man. And then I'll say another key for me is the defensive line. If you can put pressure on Jack Plummer, force him into making mistakes, get them out of their game rhythm and just disrupt their offense and keep David Bell minimizing the touches on the football. That's going to be a big key as well. So we'll find out what happens on Saturday. There we go. I've been JP McGrath. That's been Len Clark. Look forward to speaking with you guys on Sunday, hopefully off the back of an Irish win against Purdue. Go Irish. Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.